0: What's your mom? A working mom. And what did she write? The Working Mom mom Blueprint. blueprint. And what should they do? Go buy it today. The Working Mom Blueprint is now available wherever books are sold. Go grab it for yourself, for a friend, for a sister, for a colleague, so we can help working moms, all moms, to yeah. thrive, not just survive oh, on their yeah. motherhood journey. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the Modern Mommy Doc Podcast. I'm Dr. Whitney Caceres. I'm a full time pediatrician and a full time modern mom. I speak and write about equipping mamas to raise resilient, healthy children and to invest in their own social-emotional health along the way. Each week, we'll give you the practical tools you need to win at parenting without losing yourself. It's Dr. Whitney, and today we are talking about da-da-da-da in-laws and your own parents and extended family and how to make sure that you are taking care of the people that are in your life that you really, really want to make sure that you honor, that you want to make sure are a part of your life, but that you have to balance the needs of your own kids. You have to maybe balance your own needs as a professional and you have to balance the needs of people who want to love and be a part of your life But are also living a different life potentially away from your family in a different part of of the world or, or of the United States. So, I want to start with a story about my in laws. I love my in laws. My mother in law was one of the most helpful people who came after my first daughter was born. She helped me to learn how to breastfeed. She helped me stuff frozen peas in my nursing bra. She didn't care if I was like topless in my own house, which I loved because I was like, you know, a feminist woman having a baby. She always is great at making cookies for my kids. Every single time she comes, she makes holidays magical. I love her, love her, love her. And my oldest daughter has high needs. And so even though my in-laws, my father-in-law is amazing too, even though my in-laws would come and they would like bring all the energy and bring all the joy and they would want the absolute best for my kids and for themselves and for our relationship with them. Sometimes as my oldest daughter got older, it was tricky because she didn't always act particularly warm towards them if she was in a difficult space. Sometimes she got overwhelmed by there being way too many people all in our home at the same time. That made her not treat her younger sister quite as well, which then made all the grandparents feel really like uncomfortable. She would sometimes tell grandparents like, I don't love you, go away, which is heartbreaking. And so over time, My husband and I really had to create some boundaries around extended family and our in-laws. And when you hear the word boundary, you might be thinking that's like a bad word. That's like, I'm trying to push people away, or I'm trying to set like a really firm limit on people. And that actually isn't true. When I talk about boundaries with my in-laws, I'm talking about creating a system or kind of a property line around what will work for my family and what I think would potentially work for theirs. And so I'm not responsible for what would work for them, but I am responsible for making sure that I set things up in a way that's going to be successful on my end of proposing ideas. So for example, my in-laws used to come, they live in California. They used to come visit us in Oregon and they would stay for an extended period of time because of course we only see them multiple times a year. Like they have to take a flight to get here. They have to drive to get here. So when they come, they want to spend more time. And you know we're busy people, and we want to spend as much actual loving time together. And so when they would come, sometimes we would just like hang out. We wouldn't have much planned at all. We would just be in our home, and then we would do things kind of as it worked for the kids. On the surface, that sounds like an amazing way to do things with your in-laws. But the problem is, it'd be too many people all in the home for my oldest daughter. It'd be a lot of noise. People would get bored. My kids would have way too much togetherness with like no distraction. And in the end, it would feel like just a little bit too much togetherness for all of us. And everyone would end up disappointed. And especially, you know, my in-laws bless their sweet hearts, at the end of it feel like, I guess we kind of overstayed our welcome when that was not our intention at all. Just, we had this kiddo with these intense needs. So, what we decided to do with them is a couple things. One, we meet at a neutral location as much as possible. For the summer, for example, we're going their direction. They're renting a beach house and we're going to split the costs and we will spend time with them for about 4 days. We'll fly in to California. We'll actually spend probably a couple of days just as a family kind of warming up to the new environment somewhere else then we'll join them on neutral territory to be with them, to enjoy them, to be in their presence, for them to be in our presence, to all be together. So that's how we're going to work it. We're going to make sure that it's at a place, it's at a beach where the kids can go play in the ocean or they can play in the sand, that there's a new experience of going to the ice cream shop, right? So it's less of us all just kind of sitting together and more of like a few new experiences. This doesn't have to be expensive, right? So I, we've thought about like camping trips like that together or potentially that we go and do something like when they do come that we would maybe stay at like a different location, like a cabin that has a hot tub. We've done that before. Or that we would just make sure that when we plan for their vacation, that they come and that we're going to the zoo or that we're going to the little small amusement park that's here in Portland, right? So it doesn't have to be big, but just that concept of trying to create a neutral zone and then also trying to create like, this is what will work for our family. This is what won't work for our family. You know how like in high school you could join different clubs depending on your interests or things people were into? I wasn't really that much of a club person when I was younger, but these days it feels like having a tribe of other working moms around me is so, so valuable and it's hard to do in real life because we're all scattered and busy and have our separate lives We have designed the Modern Mamas Club to be that club, that tribe, that support network for you. And we didn't want it just to be about what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome professional or what are the ways we can help you to be an awesome mom, but also what are the ways we can help you to remember who you are as an individual person? Voila! Welcome. The Modern Mamas Club is on the scene. It's a community of mamas to support you. 24 access to our video library, live events, workshops, hangouts, relatable mom rooms and discussions, and a resource library and recommendations from yours truly, Dr. Whitney. Go check it out at modernmommydoc.com. We've also tried with extended family, and this has gone with my parents as well, to really set some pretty firm boundaries around what works in terms of parenting and what doesn't. Because grandparents are so well-meaning and they've raised us, right? So of course they have a lot of opinions, but when you have a high needs kid who gets really anxious and they get overwhelmed, It can be really uncomfortable, and when people are uncomfortable, they get anxious, and that can make them really want to step into a parenting role, even when that makes it less useful for the kid who's having the difficult moment, right? Especially when maybe the parenting style might be slightly different than what yours is or what works for your particular little one. So what we've done before we meet together is to have a little Zoom session or a FaceTime session with either my in-laws, if we're getting together with them or with my parents, if it's a big holiday to say, okay, we want to just brief you on where we're at. This is what's going on in our house right now. This is how school's going. This is where the kids are emotionally at this point. This is what we've been working on as parents with the kids. This is the style of parenting that we've been really holding firm on. These are our three top priorities right now. For example, I need my daughter to make sure that she eats breakfast every single night we're working on her wearing like a little nightgown around the house as opposed to just running around with her underwear and a little like trainer bra on because that's what she would love to do. And we're working on when she's having a tantrum or having a really emotionally dysregulated moment that we're asking her to please step away from the family and go to kind of a safe, calm down zone that she has. So those are the three things. So you might see us actually letting other things slide because we're in at this exact moment, a really focused effort on making sure that those things happen in a way that's going to be productive for us. Those are the hard lines that we are holding. And then I have a discussion. It would be really, really helpful if during the time that you're here, you let us take the lead on those conversations or on those instructions that we're having with her. I know that you love our kids and that you want the best for them and for us. And if you are willing to take a step back in those moments, that would be great. Now, we do want to invite you after the kids have gone to bed, when we're there in the living room, it's just us maybe every other night, to have some times where we can talk about what you, we've observed, we can share what we're doing, you can give feedback. Those can be kind of the discrete moments that you are stepping in. You are giving your opinion. You are telling us what we're doing. You know, that would be that you think maybe we could make some slight changes because we're not perfect as parents. We want your opinions, but it'd be helpful if it's in these discrete packets of time. And we have found that when we do that, when we set that really, really healthy boundary with my in-laws, with my parents, everybody is happier. Things are calmer. Everybody knows their role. Now, you might be thinking like, okay, I have in-laws or I have parents that would not follow that. Okay, so then you have three choices when that happens. Number one, you could decide, I'm going to confront that. I'm going to say... Okay, well, listen, this is my boundary on it. Then if you can't do that, then you can't come. That would be difficult, (laughs) but that is possible. Number two, you could decide you're going to let it go. You could decide, you know what? I care about these people being here. I can handle if they give comments, I can handle it. If they just tell me all day long that I'm a poor parent, I can handle that because emotionally I'm strong. That really requires you tapping into some pretty strong internal boundaries, which would be harder for me to handle as well right? Always working on it, but that would be difficult. Also be difficult because I think my kids will still see like that they would hear that. I wouldn't like that. And then the third option is a compromise, right? Okay. So they're not okay with it being just at night. Then maybe I could compromise on, okay, I know you're going to feel this urge to be doing some parenting alongside us. Here are the things then that it would be great if you could step in. It'd be great if you would help reinforce that they bring the plates to the counter after they've eaten. It'd be helpful if you helped us with, they need to clean up the playroom after they've cleaned it, after they've played in it, right? So that that way they are a part of it. So maybe there is some compromise that you can make with those people to make sure that they feel involved, but that you still are able to hold a boundary. I will tell you that before we set that boundary, I would become... Anxious again, not because I don't love my parents, not because I don't love my in laws, but because I knew what the feeling would be when they arrived. So before they got here, I would feel this like, oh my gosh, my mind is buzzing a little bit. My body is kind of buzzing a bit. And then when they got there, I would feel uncomfortable. I would kind of like be waiting for the moment when they would take off. I love them, but it just would be so not aligned with how I wanted it to be that I couldn't wait for it to end. And that in setting a boundary, it actually allowed me to enjoy my time significantly more. My husband and I were happier because then we were on the same page and we weren't at odds with each other. It's really difficult, right? It's his parents, it's my parents, or it's my parents versus his parents. We want to make sure that we're on the same team. And number three, I could see that my kids were just happier with us all being happy together and that that increased the calm And that made it so we all had a better experience. It is important with our in-laws and with our own parents to set boundaries. If we are parents, we have to. And I know that as a woman, that's extremely hard because most of us unintentionally were taught that having a boundary is a bad thing, that not accommodating other people's needs is the equivalent to being like evil is the equivalent to being a bad daughter or equivalent to being a bad wife or a bad person. But the reality is when we are over accommodating, when we are overly pleasing, when we put other people's needs before ours, everybody suffers. Everybody suffers because eventually that resentment and that anger that builds up has to go somewhere. It comes in you flipping out at your kids. It comes at you snapping at your husband. It comes with you being anxious. It comes with you being exhausted. It comes with you being depressed. It comes with you feeling like you never get anything done. It comes with you feeling secretly disrespected. It comes with all of those bodily sensations of the tightness in your chest and the tightness in your head. And I know it because I've been there too, but you deserve... You are valuable enough to have what works for you be front and center. And I know it's going to create healthier relationships with everybody that you love and that you want in your life with all those heartstrings, with the things that pull on your heart you say, oh, I want to give attention to my parents. I want my parents to know my kids. I want my in-laws to have a great relationship with my kids. I want my husband to have a good relationship with his parents. I want me to have a good relationship with my parents. This is what's going to make that happen. Till next time. Hey mama, if you want more of the Modern Mommy Doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag Modern Mommy Doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.